0: Coming live from Florida, USA is our guest this evening. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Travis Albriton, founder of Christ Centered Marketing, and he's also a top podcast host, and he runs a podcast agency. Welcome to the show, Travis.
1: Thanks for having me. Happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Travis. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be talking about podcasting and the focus will be how to launch a successful podcast for your business. You are the host of Honest Marketing, a podcast dedicated to teaching business owners and entrepreneurs proven growth strategies to grow their business without selling their soul. And you are also the founder of Honest Podcasts, a full-service podcast production agency that serves Christian-owned businesses and specializes in high-quality video podcasts for distribution on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. But knowledge is for everybody, and you'll be sharing your knowledge for all. So today, first thing, you know, you focus on Honest Marketing and the Honest Podcasts. You know, somebody long back said, honesty is the best policy. Where did that guy vanish? Because we <laughs> are to suddenly talk about honesty everywhere. Isn't it a natural thing? So I would first want to start from there about honesty guy, about the best policy guy.
1: Yeah, so I think something shifted as the internet became the way that we interacted with everyone and, and interacted with the world. Whereas before you would do business with people that you knew that you had conversations with, that you lived down the street from. But now you're doing business with the entire world. And that separation then created a distance between you and the person you're serving with your business. And then as more and more tools became prevalent and people started going towards performance marketing, where you're measuring the return on your investment if you spend a dollar in advertising, how much you are earning back from that dollar. And so all of the incentives went towards maximizing that return on investment, even if it what came at the expense of your customers. Because if you can just tweak a word here or there or introduce some urgency or some scarcity or put some magic words together to persuade them to buy something from you, nowhere in the conversation was the question asked, is this actually what they need and is this actually good for them and gonna help them in their life? It was all about how do we drive performance for these marketing strategies and techniques. And so I think the disconnect is once we become separated from the impact our business is having on our customers and instead focusing exclusively on the numbers and how do we make those as good as possible, that's where you can introduce some of these less than honest marketing strategies. Right, right.
0: So you are trying to make a difference in this world where a lot of people are trying to, are adopting, means that they should not for making their marketing strategies that's a shame and it needs to change because it is leading to a lot of problem people are buying products spurious products spurious uh, uh, faulty products and products many a times which are not uh, you know which are not right so let's talk about honest marketing do you think with your company? How are you succeeding? Uh, What are the people who are coming for honest marketing advice, actually,
1: to you? So the reason that that I think honesty is so important, and really just leading with how can I help you a service oriented marketing approach versus how can I get your money into my bank account? uh, That is very obvious as people interact with you and your company and and with your business. And if you can show up to a conversation uh, with a potential customer and be willing to say, you know what, you don't really need what I do. You don't really need to work with my business. In fact, if you go over here, you can get a better solution for less money and I'd be happy to refer you. If you have that level of confidence in yourself and what you do, then it's actually funny you will earn more business that way because then people will know that you actually have their best interests in mind rather than your own. Instead of approaching every conversation like, this is a customer whether they need me or not. and But that immediately creates some some hesitation and some boundaries where they're like, I'm not sure if I can trust you. I'm not sure if you're really thinking about me and my needs because that's why they're coming to you in the first place. They have a need, they have a problem, and they think your business could potentially solve it. And so that's number one, I approach every conversation with someone who could could become a client from the mindset that they may not need what I do. And if they don't, I'm going to tell them that and be totally fine with them going and finding the right solution for them. And what that does is that one creates a lot of loyalty with the customers that you do have that uh, as business owners, we can focus a lot on top line revenue growth and new customers. But if every new customer comes in leaves almost immediately, then you're trying to fill a leaky bucket with holes in the bottom. And so what you really want to do is, is create a, a solid foundation of loyal customers that keep buying from you. And then they love what you do and they love your company so much and how it helps them that they then tell everyone that they know, Hey, if you have this problem, you need to work with this company. That word of mouth is still the number one marketing tool that business owners have. If your customers tell other people they should become your customers, that's how you can grow something really substantial. And you don't have to rely on scammy clickbait marketing tactics in order to grow your business. Right, Travis.
0: And that is where podcasting comes. Podcasting is a very important marketing tool that a lot of businesses can use. But before podcasting, there was somebody called a mark, A rocket scientist, a mechanical engineer at Lockheed Martin. Yes, that's right. Lockheed Martin, you know, uh, as a rocket scientist, mechanical, moving into uh, content, I guess after that, uh, Buzzsprout, you were head of content for four years. You had their YouTube channel, which has 85,000 subscribers today, and now you are running your own podcast agency. So how did it start from, uh, from actually, you know, coming down to helping businesses this way to honest marketing and honest podcast? Tell us about that story. That would, I, I, I know about it a bit, but uh, hearing from you would be diff- uh, much more, you know, different and also very inspiring for a lot of people. Do tell us about that. And then we'll talk about how to launch a successful podcast for your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I grew up wanting to be an engineer. Both of my parents were engineers and and I loved fixing things and taking things apart. And I always loved the idea of being involved in space in some way, shape or form. Uh, NASA is a big part of the culture here in the United States. And, and so that's kind of how I got on the track of becoming a rocket scientist uh, in aerospace engineering. And I did that for several years after I finished school, about four or five years. And what I, it was not what I thought it would be. And so I think this is something that can often happen is you start down one path, you get a little ways down the road and you realize, oh, this isn't actually what I want to be doing, you know? And is this really how I want to spend my time? Is this really what I want to wake up to every day? And the answer was, was no, I I really don't want to do this for the next 30 or 40 years. So what would I prefer to do instead? And I didn't really know at the time. And so I just started trying things. I said, well, a lot of people are starting online businesses. Maybe I can do that. Maybe I can figure out something that I can do that I would enjoy. And just started trying things and uh, started a podcast just to talk about things that were important to me and just to start going through the motions of, of putting content out there and trying to build something. Well, as I was doing that, I was able to leverage the skills that I gained from doing that into a job at Buzzsprout, which is a company in the podcast space. And so I was able to shift from being an engineer to working for a company that specializes in podcasting and and be a part of that marketing team and see firsthand how they grew their company uh, using a lot of the strategies that I still incorporate today Uh, from phenomenal founders and, and business owners over at Buzzsprout and was able to really refine my craft to become one of the best in the world at what I do. And I think that's also really key as a business owner. If you can become one of the top 1% of what you do, then you'll never be lacking for, for clients and customers and business. Because people always wanna work with the best. They always wanna feel like the person that is helping them is among the best of what they do. And so when I was ready to, to step out on my own and start my own business, uh, taking the things that I learned and, and helping other businesses leverage those strategies as well, uh, I was really well positioned to, to do that. And so I actually worked full-time for six years while I also was building a business on the side. Uh, and so that's the overnight success story that you don't normally hear about, which is, yeah, you, you work two jobs for an extended period of time until one gets big enough that it can support your lifestyle. Uh, and so, so it really started from you know, a self-awareness that I really don't want to be an engineer for the rest of my life, what do I want to do instead and then just kind of like following th- doors as they opened in front of me until I eventually landed where I am now where I have my own business and I work with business owners to launch podcasts uh, and and I love what I do. I love where I've landed. And who knows if 10 15 years from now I might be doing something different, but uh, for for now I'm really happy with what I get to do. Right. And you see podcasting a lot of people know about podcast a lot of
0: people. But podcasting for podcasters is not just about doing interviews. It's much more than that. And perhaps a lot of people would find it difficult to understand unless they themselves get the meaning, the right meaning for themselves. That's why it can be just a business tool, but it can be something beyond that for people. Either you are a podcaster, either you are a business owner, Either you are a big business owner or a consultant or anyone. I want to understand from you, you are, you have been the content head of Buzzsprout into podcasting. You have that passion to build up uh, that agency for yourself and to get into changing lives through that. What does podcasting mean to you when you feel it? Because I also feel it. I don't know. I have the right words. I I'm very bad at vocabulary and I, I uh, that fails me, but but what I feel and you see, you can always express the things right in your own language and my mother tongue is Hindi. You can speak English in whatever best manner, but you will never be expressed exactly what you have in your heart till that's a very difficult thing. So uh, I feel very different and when I do it, I am actually very happy.
1: What does podcasting actually mean for you? So I think the, the thing that I love about podcasting is it's the most authentic connection I've ever seen for creating content on the internet. Um, you know, cause when you're, when you have your friends and your relationships and people that you interact with on a daily basis, like, you know, them, you feel like, you know, them as real people, they're not yeah. uh, an influencer. They're not putting on a show. It's not, let me put on my business face for the, for LinkedIn or for whatever platform you're on. And then let me go be my real self at home. For some reason, podcasting breaks through a lot of those barriers to where we can just have a great conversation. And because you're typically having these conversations for more than a couple minutes at a time, you really get to know someone, you really get to know the person and connect with the person. And so I think for one, I really love that it allows us to be human even on the internet. That right. uh, we can we can still connect on on a personal level, and and I also love that it it allows you to have the time to have the conversation you want to have or that needs to be had, right? That with traditional media on TV or radio, it's dictated by how much time you have, and it's it doesn't matter if you need to talk more. This is how much time you have, and that's it. But with podcasting, you don't have those limitations, and so you can have two, three hour conversations that are really meaningful and really impactful and help a lot of people because there's no one telling you that you can't. And so right. you, you get to have that level of connection and impact and, and and people really respond to that. People love listening and finding podcasts where they connect with the person hosting it and it becomes a part of their life, it becomes a part of their routine and and, and they get a lot of value from that. So I think the thing, when I think about podcasting, I just think about how it it is preserving the human connection on the internet. Um, Right. we're, We're not so far gone that we're, you know, have virtual reality goggles and just like bumping into each other all the time. Right. Preserving
0: the human connection on the internet. And for a lot of businesses, they are also trying to do that because that sense of connect between the buyer and the seller or the service the user of a service that connect is almost reducing, it's reducing, And that's where podcasts come in. So what do you tell the businesses who come to you or when you approach potential businesses, what podcasting can do to their business? And then we'll be coming about how to launch a podcast for your business. So what do you tell, what is your marketing? And especially when you are doing honest marketing, then you've got to talk about the real work that Patatsi can do.
1: So there's, there's two main benefits to having a podcast for your business. Um, The first one is you can use it as a networking tool. So if you do business with a lot of other businesses, then the traditional sales model is call people on the phone, reach out via email, trying to set up meetings where you can talk about their business needs, what your business offers. And when a, business owner or a client comes into that meeting, they have a lot of walls up, right? They're not, sh- they're not really sure what to expect. They're not sure what you're going to try and sell them. They're not sure if they're in a position where they want to buy it. And so it's very difficult to break through all those things as someone who's trying to gain a new customer. But with podcasting, instead of saying, let me get an hour of your time to tell you about my business. You're saying, let me have an hour of your time to feature you and your expertise on the platform that I've built. And let me expose you and introduce you to new people who may benefit from what you have. And so it's a very easy thing for them to say yes to, and now you have an entire hour to build rapport, build connection, and to, to start a relationship, a personal and professional relationship. And then at the end of that hour, when they have a great time interacting with you, you have their contact information, they know who you are, They're going to answer your calls before they answer anyone else's calls. And so then when, if it makes sense, you can say, hey, I loved our conversation. I feel like in listening to you and hearing about you and and kind of where your business is at, I could potentially help you get to that next level. If you'd be interested in that conversation, I'd love to set up a time. Now that conversation is completely different. And they're in a posture and in a position where they're like, I trust this person. And I trust that they're going to have my best interest in mind instead of just trying to sell me whatever they're trying to sell. And so if you're doing business with a lot of other businesses, that is a fantastic way to do that, to to shift the buying uh, process over to a more personal connection versus how do I cold outreach, you know, a thousand or 10,000 businesses and try to get a couple to respond. But then the other uh, benefit of having a podcast is serving your ideal customer. So in the marketing world, it's important to recognize not everyone on the planet is your customer or a potential customer. Right. Uh, you're not Coca-Cola more than likely. And so once you identify like this is the person. Even for,
0: even for Coca-Cola there is Pepsi. Somebody is a Pepsi customer sure. or any yeah. other local
1: drink. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so once you can can think through like who is the best person that I can serve and help the most with my business? Like who really needs what I do? then you can create a show, a podcast, that helps them with that problem and continuously talk about it and share it, uh, share it with your own customers, share it with people that you know. And then that becomes a way for you to become known as the, the industry leader or the expert in what you do. Because people will assume if you have a podcast and you talk about something, you're an expert in it. And then as they listen to that podcast, if that's a problem that they have then they'll start to trust that, okay, you are the one that can solve this problem. And so when they're ready to, to buy something, they're gonna buy it from you. And so this is called brand lift in the marketing world. Uh, that's the technical term for it, but essentially you're, you're creating uh, you're creating momentum and building trust without having to get on one-on-one sales calls with people. And people are coming in on their own terms, engaging with you, learning from you, listening to you. And then when they're ready to buy something, They want to buy it from you. You know, they've done studies that show that at any point in time, only 3% of your potential customers are trying to buy something. And so that's why when you watch television ads for like jeans or beverages or things like that, they're not saying now go down to the local corner store and buy this thing. They're just saying, look how cool these people are wearing these jeans. Don't they look like they're having so much fun? Remember that. Next time you need to buy some jeans. And so, cause they know like, you're not trying to buy jeans right now, but you might be in six months. And so we wanna be the jeans that you choose. And it's the same strategy. You're over time building that connection and that trust with people who could be your customers. And then when they are ready on their own terms to buy something, they're gonna buy it from you. And they don't feel like it's a high pressure sales strategy or, you know, I'm being manipulated or, you know, persuaded to do something that's not good for me. Like they feel like they still have control and, and that they really trust you. And so that's really not just going to lead to one sale, but multiple sales as they keep coming back to buy from you. So those are the two main reasons why uh, podcasts are really phenomenal for businesses. Right.
0: And how would a business know whether they should start their own podcast or they are better off? being guests on other podcasts? How do they work that out? Especially, you know, for consultants, small businesses, brands can still, you know, big up big them. So many branded podcasts are getting launched. So they still have that wherewithal they can do, keep on trying something and because they have got the budget, but especially for small businesses and consultants, how do they know? Because
1: it needs a lot of commitment. It does. And so I would encourage you if you're thinking about getting into podcasting to guest, to be a guest first. So you actually go through and get some, some practice at being on a show, recording a conversation, listening to your own voice, you know, that's a, that's a weird sensation, uh, <laughs> if you're not used to it and, and just go through and get some practice at having conversations on podcasts. Uh, because it may be that you just don't like doing that and you'd prefer to focus on social media or building a blog or something else, and that's totally fine. So the first thing is make sure you actually enjoy having these kinds of conversations and that it's something that you would want to do because that'll help you push through you know, the first few episodes, which is where most people start and stop. Uh, but then beyond that, the thing that I love about podcasting is that it's relatively, it's relatively inexpensive, inexpensive to get started. Uh, there are places where you can host your podcast for free Uh, You can start with a microphone that you already have, whether it's on your phone or a computer that you have. Uh, You can just record audio, and there are free softwares that you can use to edit the audio and and put it out there. So you you can really start a podcast for zero dollars or, you know, no money at all. And so the, the price to start is very low, and you can make it whatever you want to make it. So there are certainly best practices uh, publishing an episode every week or multiple times a week is great. But if you can only do two a month, that's better than zero. That's better than zero. A right. month. And so right. I think just get started. Commit to a certain number of episodes. 10 is usually a good number to aim for. Do 10 episodes. And then after that, decide, do you enjoy doing this? Are you starting to see some results? Are you uh, connecting with people? Is this something you want to commit to for a longer period of time? So when you start a podcast, you're not signing up for a lifetime of creating content. You're just committing to something very small to test it out to see if it's gonna be beneficial and helpful for you. And then if it is, you can keep going. And now you know how to put content out there. And regardless of whether you do a podcast for a long time or not, learning how to think like a content creator instead of a content consumer is really gonna help you as you think about your business and serving people no matter you know, what marketing strategies are, are uh, popular on the internet at the time. Right,
0: right, Travis. Now, what should be their expectation? Should they set any expectations for themselves as well as for their podcast? And how do they get to decide or how do they decide on their target audience? In the real world, they know that this is the one I am looking at. But online, how do they do that? Because that can be tricky for several people. So your help will be required.
1: So the easiest way to identify your target audience are who are your best customers? Okay. Who are the people that you love to serve? Who are the people that love to buy from you? And, and that make running your business fun. That is your ideal listener. So that's your ideal audience. Um, and so, if you have a business and you have customers, just try and figure out what 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 is the common thing that that ties all these things together? Is it their background? Is it you know their socioeconomic status, how much uh, money they make, or where they're kind of positioned in the in the economy where you are? Is it geographically a particular location? And just try and find some common threads that you can see with the people that you love to serve with your business. And then that becomes your ideal listener. And then when you're trying to decide, okay, well then what do I talk about on my show? Then that's who you think about. You think, what would this person love to listen to? What would they love to hear? And what is something I could talk about that would be helpful for them? Um, It doesn't have to be a sales conversation. It could be something totally different. But, But how can I connect with that person? And then in the process of building a relationship with people like them, eventually, I'll be able to tell them about my business, what I do and how I can help and serve them. So, that is uh Oh, hey, baby girl. <laughs> Go ahead and hop out, baby. My daughter just barged in. So, that's the joy of working from home. <laughs> um, so, so that's what I would say for for identifying your ideal listener, your ideal audience. And about expectations, should they
0: set any expectations from the podcast? Should they start expecting uh, clients, increase in the number of clients immediately after that, six months
1: later, or should they be
0: okay by
1: the way things are going? So so I think it's, it is important to know like what your goals are and what you want out of the podcast. Uh, so realistically, it, ta- it takes a while to grow an audience, like building an audience with a podcast takes time. And so if you're okay with being patient and allowing it to grow, on its own as you put out episodes and as you tell people about it, then eventually you will start to get clients. Um, I know for for search engine optimization, it typically takes about nine to 12 months. Uh, For paid traffic, it's pretty instantaneous. With podcasting, it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, But there are things that you can do to accelerate the growth of your show, like sharing it with your customers. So if you have their email addresses, if you do business online, Telling them about every new episode that comes out and sharing a link that they can go and listen to it is a great strategy. Uh, If you have a social media presence, sharing those episodes on social media is another way to get the word out. Being a guest on other podcasts and then telling them about your podcast is another way that you can grow your show. And so there are are lots of strategies to grow your podcast audience. But if within the episodes you tell people, if you have this problem, this is what I do, this is who my business serves, and if that's a good fit for you, then let's, you know, let's connect, reach out, send an email, go to the sales page, direct people to what that next step is to become a customer or to become a client, right? And so if you're a consultant and you're doing a podcast in the industry that you consult on, then at the end of your episode say, if you would like to work with me or if you'd like to see what I can bring to your business, click the link in the show notes and fill out a form and and we'll schedule some time together so I can hear more about what your company needs, right? So if that can then become a part of every single episode that you do, you will start to get some traffic from that and some clients from that and it only builds over time. So at first it'll start slow and then as you build momentum and as your uh, podcast grows, you'll start to get more and more of those leads from your podcast and then you can actually track like how much money you've made from your podcast and uh, it often outperforms social media. So if you're looking, if you're in it for the long run you're not just starting a business for the next three months but you want to be in business for the next 10 years then starting a podcast right now is a, is a great way to ensure that you can do that
0: right and and should consultants get guests on their show because if you get other consultant the uh, potential customer might go there so what's
1: your uh, take on this so if you're a consultant i would i would focus first on doing solo episodes so where you are just sharing your expertise Um, because that's what businesses ultimately want to know. Do you know what you're talking about? If I hire you to come and and help me with my business, I want to know that you can do it. I want to know that you know what it takes. And so by displaying your expertise, by sharing information, that's going to build that trust and authority in their mind that, okay, this is a person that will benefit from bringing in. Um, So if you're a consultant, that's what I would do first. And then as far as guests, I would bring on guests that own businesses or in or make purchasing decisions for the businesses you okay. want to serve. So if you're in the construction niche, or the construction industry, you wanna bring on general contractors, you wanna bring on people that oh. own those businesses and talk in real time, basically do a free strategy session and record it and publish it. Because now, again, going back to the, the strategy about why it's so beneficial, instead of saying, hey, can I get an hour of your time to sell you my consulting services, it's let me bring you on my podcast where I do free consulting. And then at the end of that, they're gonna be like, wow, that was really great. How do we get more of this? How do we get more of you? And you say, well, I have this consulting package and here's how much it costs for me to come in and help your business. And they're already sold. They're like, this one hour of free consulting was great. So I want to pay for more. And then other businesses that hear that podcast, you're like, wow, this person really knows what they're talking about. And if they can do that for that business, which is very similar to mine, then I bet they can do that for mine. So, so that's how I would actually create content. If you're a consultant in a, in a podcast setting that, that you're really using it to display your own expertise. So businesses feel confident hiring you and to connect with people. And instead of doing strategy sessions on the side in like a zoom meeting or something, do it in a podcast and, and use that as an opportunity to get, to get them to say yes. Versus uh, I'm not really sure if I want to get on a sales call today. Right. And how
0: does a business or consultant know whether their podcast is on the way to be successful or, or not? Is it the number of customers that come in? Is it the amount of money they are earning from the podcast Uh, or is it, what is it that, how do they measure whether they are on the right path?
1: Uh, Those are certainly the two more important metrics podcasting for your business is, is this helping you make more money? Uh, Because when you're marketing, that's, that's ultimately the goal, right? You want your business to make more money because you put the word out there. Um, and, And so I think that is the most important thing. And, and you can, you know, track that a number of ways you can ask people when they sign up for calls or become customers, Hey, how did you hear about us? Was it on social media? Was it on the podcast? Was it on Google? Uh, and you'll start to get them to tell you where they came from, and you can track how many people came from the podcast versus how many people came from other marketing channels. Um, But then if you are in that more consultancy space or uh, business to business space, then it'll become clear pretty quickly how many of those calls are coming from your podcast because they'll talk to you about it. They'll say, hey, I've been listening to your podcast, I love what you're talking about, and uh, and I wanna explore if you can help me with my business. And so it'll become pretty clear, without having to track a lot of metrics, uh, how much the podcast is helping you get new customers. And, and if it, can, it doesn't have to be the only way you get customers, but if it can become a part of your whole marketing strategy, uh, then, then that could be a really fun way to grow your business. Because then you're also building your own personal brand and building the authority and trust of your business in whatever industry you're in. And, and that's something, building a reputation online is very hard it's very easy to lose it, but it's very hard to build it. And so it's one of those things that even if it's not in the short term, uh, getting you clients in the long term, it's gonna put you in a much better position because you're doing the hard work that other businesses aren't to build authority online. And, And in the long run, that's really gonna help set you apart.
0: Right, Travis. And so if somebody needs your help, they want to listen to your podcast, want to engage with you, uh, about taking help as uh, engagement business engagement uh through your honest marketing stuff what how they can do that how they can listen to your podcast how they can take your services
1: absolutely so so uh i have a podcast called honest marketing you can find it in just about every every podcast app that you can find on the internet it's also on youtube um and then, if you want to potentially work with me, or you want me to help you figure out if, if a podcast makes sense for your business, uh, then you can just send me an email. It's Travis at honestpodcasts and I'd be happy to to help you and answer any questions that you have. and And if it's a good mutual fit, then we can talk about you know potentially working together. Uh, but start with the podcast. The podcast is free to listen to. You can get a lot of great information there, and uh, you know hopefully you can take that and and uh, go start your own podcast. And if you feel like working with me would help you uh, get that off the ground and be successful, then I'd love to love to explore working together.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for all the information, insights, and actually great tips on how one can look at launching their own podcast for themselves or for their businesses. Thank you so much. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live with Travis Albritton. Thank you so much once again.
1: Thank you.